Here we are on the verge of another school year, if you can believe it. It seems like students have shorter and shorter summers, and yet more and more is placed on them when they hit the first day of school. But what if we could provide you strategies for orientation and the first day of school to ensure that your student starts their school year on the right foot? That's what we're gonna talk about today. Hi, and welcome to EDU Me, the podcast that focuses on bridging the gap and fostering stronger relationships between parents and schools by providing strategies to empower parents to become partners in schools. My name is Poonam Saxena, and I'm your host for this podcast. And I hope you have had a very relaxing summer, and we're kicking off the school year with someone who I'm so excited to introduce to you. He is an innovator, he is an out-of-the-box thinker, he is a visionary, and he happens to be the Florida Principal of the Year. So excited to welcome Adam Lane to our show. Hi, Adam. Hey, hello. It's a pleasure to be with you, and thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. But before we dive in, We've, I've got to do a little bit of a bio about you because you, you're so accomplished here. So you've been in public education since 1995. He's currently the principal at Haines City High School in Central Florida, which houses the Haines City IB program. Happens to also be a Title I school as well. He serves a school with 3,000 students. You heard me, 3,000. The doors are closed, they're at capacity. There's an article in the newspaper that came out that Haines City High School is having to shift students around, new incoming students. He has a staff of 245 members, six assistant principals, and over his time at the high school, discipline referrals have decreased by 40%, 40%. And graduation rate has increased by 21. That's why he's principal of the year in Florida. And that's why he's joining us today because everyone, all of us need to understand what we need to do to get our kids off on the right foot for orientation in the first day of school. So our children's discipline referrals decrease and their graduation rates increase. So Adam, tell us what I've missed sharing about you. You hit it all. And I love that we're talking about the topic of uh, open house coming up because what a perfect time with open houses and school starting and staff coming back, students coming back. I mean, within the next two weeks, the school year is ready to go. So this is a great topic for us. It's amazing that we rarely talk about orientation, open house, and how to prep for it. We talk about classrooms and the syllabi of what's expected, the curriculum that the teachers are going to need to cover in the school year, but we rarely talk about how to prep our children for that. So let's talk about what do we need to know? Tell us- With the me. 
you know, I have open house coming up um, a week from Monday. And I communicate with our staff and our parents you know, through Facebook, our website. I put videos out there, but I really want them to come to school for four reasons. And the first one is to learn their schedule, to make sure they have their schedule and to make sure they meet their teachers, have their teachers' emails, have their teachers' information, and not just the student, but the parents. So number one, you need to know the schedule. You need to know who your teachers are, and you need to make sure there's communication and contacts between the two of you before school starts. And, you know, then it's the process from moving to one class to the next. And every school layout's different, but you can imagine a school with 3,000 students and 245 staff, you really need the ability to walk from one class to another, time yourself, and go throughout your daily schedule. We're on a bell schedule of seven periods a day that are 49 minutes. So I encourage parents to come out with their students and walk just through a practice day from period one to period two to three to four to five to six to seven. So they have an idea of how to move once school starts. Now you're in that same location going through that movement, but the halls are full. Right. Well, it's interesting. And I'll tell you a quick story. When my children started high school, I was the parent. I went to orientation. But the next day when it was when it was quiet and there was no one on campus, that's exactly what we did. I'm like, here's your schedule. I'm walking behind you. You walk your schedule and we'll if you hit a snag, we'll we'll figure it out. But it is so important for them to understand the timing of one class to another. And sometimes it's across campus. So they have to hustle. There's no time for socializing to get to your next class. No, and we have seven minutes between classes. So, you know, some might be in the same building. Some might be seven buildings across on the other side of campus. And it's going to take you six minutes and 40 seconds without stopping to get there. And then once the parents and the students understand the schedule, the teachers, um, the process of walking from one class to another, my second priority at Open House is transportation. Many of our students ride the bus. We have 47 buses from all over the east side of Polk County. Where do you live and what is your bus number? Who is your bus driver? Where do you get the bus? What time does the bus come? That's just in the morning. And then in the evening, it might not be the same bus driver. It might not be the same bus number. But so you can plan out what time are you going to get dropped off? But then you also need to look at sometimes parents drop their students off. Maybe they don't have transportation. Well, what's the process in the morning and the evening of safely dropping off my student and picking up my student? And then most of our juniors and seniors drive. So we sell the parking passes. We let them pick their spot. So the transportation piece is my second priority when we bring parents and students to open house. You also have traffic flow because the first three weeks of school, it seems like there's always a traffic jam trying to get to school. It always takes longer those first few weeks of school, and then it kind of settles down. Do you find that? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, and with, with practice, it's perfect. And it's just like drop off and pick up. The more the parents practice, the better we get, the smoother it is, and the faster we get students into their classes. And, and I think that falls right in with my third priority with open houses for students and parents to learn the procedures and policies of the school. And, and a lot of times we don't think about it, but what is the dress code? Am I allowed to have rips and tears in my jeans? Am I not allowed to have rips and tears in my jeans? Am I allowed to wear croc shoes and flip-flops? Am I not? Like that is all things you need to know before the first day of school. Do I have to wear an ID? Is it part of the requirement? The bell schedule is important. Some schools are on a block schedule. They meet every day for 48 minutes. Some are, are a straight seven and some are on a block where they meet every other day for 90. The lunch times are important. Uh, if I pack my lunch, where do I, what are my options at lunch? What, what if I'm gluten-free? Like all of those things are so important to know prior to the first day of school, cell phone policies. Uh, mm. Am I allowed to use my cell phone? When can I use my cell phone? Does the school supply me with a laptop? Like open house is just so important for a parent and a student together to learn these processes. And this just the way you were speaking, it is not just K-5, right? Visually or emotionally, we feel like K-5 parents are all in. And then it starts to dwindle off through middle and high school. And I've always been a proponent that your kids are fine K-12, K-5. They're fine in K-5, but when you get to middle and high schools, when you actually need to be more hands-on because they're exposed to more, there are more opportunities for them to find peer groups that may not align with their values. And that relationship between teachers and administrators is crucial. Mm -hmm. So I love that you say that because it, it is crucial to know what the school's policies are and how the parent fits into that. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I'm a parent myself and, and my daughter's in elementary school, but my fourth piece of open house and the parents is the parents there to support and guide their student in things like, I want to be involved with clubs. Well, what clubs am I comfortable joining? athletics activities so at my open house i have all my club sponsors all my athletic coaches and all my activities for the year in my courtyard so parents and students have the chance together to go meet those sponsors and those coaches and gather information talk to juniors and seniors that are involved because we know students learn better and in, in smaller learning communities and it's a goal of mine to make sure every student is in two of three things, either an academy, an athletic sports team, or a club. And we try to make sure they're in two or three of those because we know when you have like minds and like interests, they support each other through that four-year path to graduation. And that all starts at open house. It all starts in the beginning of the school year. I, I love that you have broken it down for us into bite-sized pieces so that we're not overwhelmed. Orientation, open house, that's 
your first opportunity to connect with the teacher, to, to understand what their, their philosophy is and where they're coming from and how they plan on teaching. It's in a, so important for parents to understand that so that they, when they communicate with them, they are able to speak in the same language. Mm-hmm. And while we're talking about language, you are starting this new program at Haines City High School, and I want you to tell us about it. Yeah, we're excited. Um, you know, we try a lot of things and we always give it one year. And then every summer we sit down and we decide as a staff and students and faculty, do we want to do this again or, or not? So something we're starting is called Parent University. And we found that parents do want to be more involved. They're just not sure how. And, and they need an invitation and they need a process to get involved. And I want to make sure that door is open. So with Parent University, we're inviting parents to come in. We're going to meet uh, every other week, twice a month for just about two hours in the evening. We're going to supply dinner for all the parents that want to come. And we're going to go through things. We're going to start out with graduation requirements. Okay. Your son or daughter is a freshman. In four years, we expect them to graduate on time. Do you understand the credits that are needed and the graduation requirements that are needed? Most parents are going to say, I have an idea, but not really. Well, not really is not going to get you across the stage. We need to really know how many credits of math do you need? How many science, English, social studies, electives? Do I need an online requirement? What Florida state testing requirements are there? How do I free up my schedule to get into academies to have electives so when I graduate, I'm job ready? And we just found that not only do the freshmen not truly understand that process, most of the parents don't, but they want to know because they want to know how to support. And then like with every subject area, do I start with biology or environmental? And then do I go into chemistry? And like, you truly got to understand that roadmap to be an effective parent to support your student. We're also going to bring in guest speakers. We're going to have deans come in and talk about discipline and behavior. We're going to have our our school resource officers come in and and talk about safety. We're going to have our guidance counselors come in and just talk about the process of signing up for ACT and the different tests and what time they're offered. So, you know, and it's an experiment and I really want to sit down with the group of parents and say, what do you want to learn every month and where do we go? Let them drive it, but I'm going to provide the place and the platform to make sure it happens. I am so excited that you're doing this. I can't wait to see it come to fruition and see what the topics are because the topics are so uh so focused on what your, your parents need. And I believe that every community will be different, but the needs are still there. And I, and I appreciate that you are not only recognizing it, but doing something about it. Yeah. So, and, and, and an end result too is, I hope it brings more parents for involvement for our activities. Like, I'm going to try to plan parent university on a night. Maybe we have a home volleyball game, a home football game, a home debate competition 
where we can roll right out a dinner and our conversation and go have a good time and enjoy an activity on the campus to show the students we support them. Uh, I can't wait to hear how this unfolds. I know it will be a success. Adam, thank you so much for joining me today. You've been a wealth of knowledge and with your strategies, I know the, not only your students are going to have a successful year, but I know other students will too. So thank you so much. Hey, thank you. And I appreciate being on your show. Well, I thank you. All right, guys. Well, you've got the lowdown. Go out there and do your thing. If you are looking for more information about EDU-ME, you can check out my website at www.edu-me.net where you can find a copy of my book and my TEDx talk. Be sure to check them both out. And until next time, remember we are working together to educate all of our children better. Mm -hmm.